Hey, it happens. It happens, man. We are here. We got your six and six patron playtime. I hope we didn't lose anybody, uh, but just one of those things that happened, a little bump, And uh, but we're here. What an amazing crew of people we have on tonight. We have the one and only Brian Romans, never slows down, never stops, never does. He just does. I mean, does. The Energizer Bunny, man. That's all he does. Uh, many things. Stop 22 tour. Uh, tour. He's a uh, Romans Warriors project. He's got uh, an amazing wall that travels the country. Um, and uh, we're going to hear about all the missions and what the, what he's doing. And the greatest part is he's an effective piece that we've always talked about is being boots on the ground. There, I don't have to look at Brian Romans and what he's doing in life and saying, hey, what are you doing? And then... We have the amazing Gabriel Wren here with us with Trinity Films and Productions and Chair 55, a new thing in his life. We're going to hear about all those pieces. And again, we have the wonderful Andrew Eichmann, the A-bomb, and J-Train Crochet here with us with uh, Warriors and Whiskey uh, and Bourbon Battle Buddies and many other. He doesn't give up either. He's always on the go. Uh, and we got some amazing music tonight coming from Gabriel and uh, some other guests, we might have some people popping in as well. And uh, what an amazing week. Um, yeah, I know. My background looks different. Uh, sorry, I came out uh, to Wyoming to give a uh, memorial to a great friend, mentor, father figure. It'll be hard to get to that one. Uh, but uh, they told me my background looked like I was in prison, so I just made sure I do look like I'm in prison. Uh, this is the common area in uh, Washakie County. Um, yeah. You should behave yourself. Gosh. 90 days in, buddy. I'll put some on your commissary. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. That's a good plan. We should do a fundraiser right now for my commissary. Wink, wink. Um, if you were in the other broadcast that we started earlier, you got the chance to hear the new, the improved, the live WP3 Radio, thank you to Michael Madsen and Foxhole Internet Radio Network. WP3 Radio is up, live, and going, and you're going to hear the greatest music in America coming from the greatest warriors and the people, boots on the ground, frontline members who uh, not have done the job already, but now they're playing amazing music and uh, get to share it to all of us. And that's another piece Brian's uh, also involved in this is a crew of dudes out of the Nashville area that like to run around and play their music. So uh, hang tight. We're going to get to hear all this. And uh, holy cow, the, the comments, is that uh, is that all us? I haven't had a chance to look at it. Um, amazing, amazing, amazing. Do some quick shout outs. Jeremy Daniels, good to see you. Lee Williams, he was in here. Uh, Hero Stock, uh, that's Jason down in uh, Nebraska. Uh, Facebook user, um, not sure who you are. If you want to give us uh, some some names or if you want to go to the link that we can share here real quick. Uh, again, Jeremy Daniels, the whole crew's here. Uh, WP3 Radio link is up, and don't go listen to that right now. Hang with us. Find out what people are doing <laughs> and what we're getting done here across the country. Jonathan, what you got, brother? got the news oh man i'm sorry i'm still having some serious internet issues right now right. <laughs> um 
I, when it came up, you were just staring at, it, and I was like, "Yeah, it's probably my turn." <laughs> <laughs> uh, so coming up on uh, July 11th, there's a little date in history: July 11th, 1953. Lieutenant Colonel John F. Bolt became the 37th Korean War ace. He is the only U.S. Marine Corps pilot to qualify as an ace during the Korean War. He also has the distinction of being the only jet ace in Marine Corps history and the only U.S. Marine to become an ace in two separate wars, World War II and Korea. Um, Lieutenant Colonel Bolt was flying an F-86 Sabre named Darlin Dottie, um, and he was attached to the Air Force's 51st Fighter Interceptor Wing. How fitting that this dude's name was Bolt, huh? <laughs> I just thought that was awesome when I read it. I was like, yeah, I'm definitely sharing that. Um, July 12th, 1862, President Lincoln signs into law a measure calling for the United States Army Medal of Honor that will be awarded to, quote, such non-commissioned officers and privates as shall most distinguish themselves by their gallantry in action and other soldiers and other soldier-like qualities during the present insurrection, end quote. In December of the previous year, Lincoln had called into effect a provision that would create the U.S. Navy Medal of Valor. In 1863, the Medal of Honor would be made a permanent U.S. military decoration and would be made available to all members, including commissioned officers. It is bestowed upon those who have distinguished themselves in actual combat at the risk of their own lives beyond what is considered the normal call of duty. According to the Medal of Honor, Medal of Honor Historical Society of the United States, there have been 3,530 Medals of Honor awarded to 3,511 individuals since the decoration's creation. 40% awarded for actions were during the Civil, American Civil War. 19 people have been awarded the Medal of Honor twice. And the first of those 19 people was Thomas Custer, the brother of the famous General George Custer. I like reading things like that. Uh, anyways, I didn't have a whole lot going on in the, uh, in the regular news that I normally look up, so I decided to share some information that I thought was interesting. I hope you all enjoyed it. <clears throat> did i actually am in the land of where custer uh had his last stand actually and uh, there's a lot of history out here involved with that now i'm just hanging out with john dudden over here uh we're we're uh we're hanging out uh and uh i'm on a goat farm in in warland wyoming and uh it's i don't know i'm a family and it's fun and we're enjoying life and so um <laughs> is there anything is there anything in the news that we could poke a little fun at right now? Um, <laughs> did I hear? Did I hear the cocaine bear may have visited the White House? Is that is? That, I haven't watched the news for about a week, so I have no idea what's going on. But I heard maybe the cocaine bear showed up at the White House. I, I did hear rumor that uh, there was some stuff that smelled like cocaine at the White House. Yeah. I, uh, I marked myself same, uh, safe today on Facebook from uh, losing any cocaine at the White House. 
So it's official then. Yeah. Wait a minute, Jonathan. You said it smelled like cocaine. Does that not mean there's a problem? <laughs> oh, dude. I don't know. I think anybody will tell you, like like a coke addict will tell you that they hate cocaine. They just love the way it smells. Fair That's enough. what I've heard. That's what I've heard. <laughs> I'm getting attacked by mosquitoes out here in Paris, Tennessee. Lovely place. Terrible mosquitoes. Where, where's Paris in conjunction with Nashville? Uh, it is to the northwest. We're, we're up by the Kentucky the Kentucky Lakes, about two hours northwest of Nashville. Okay. Yeah. We came up Brian. here for the... Oh, sorry. Keep going. Uh, we came up here for the PBR for the weekend. Um, there's a It's called PBR in Paris. It's every year they do a big bull rider thing up here. Hey, Brian, yeah. where are you calling in tonight? We are in Marion, Illinois. We just pulled into Marion uh, as I got the message to get on the podcast. So we jumped off the road and had to do some quick internet things as well. So J train, you're not the only one having issues, but we're up here outside of the Mountain Dew park at the Thrillbilly stadium awaiting tomorrow morning where we are going to get presented with a check. The Thrillbilly stadium. Thrillbilly. And they have Thrillville y'all. And let me tell you, they have a party down in Thrillville. Awesome. Um, my nephew presented the idea with me tonight that he wanted to ride bulls tonight at the Cody Night Rodeo. And uh, we were trying to get that all set up. I was kind of excited. I, I do know a little people in that area. I don't know why I'm talking about it because it didn't happen. But the plan was I was going to be sitting behind the bull shoots while the show was going on tonight. Unfortunately, there are some pieces that fell through the cracks. And uh, that would have been kind of fun. We, we have some deep aspirations. Aspirations? Yeah. Um, to get the chance to uh, be involved in that stadium out there. And if you haven't had the chance, rodeo goes from Memorial Day to Labor Day every year. And, Cody, it's rodeo capital of the world, and uh, we got some great friends that are out in that space. Boom. You know, um, uh, I was a bull rider and a bronc rider. Yeah? Yeah, that's what I did for about seven years of my life. From my teens to my early twenties, I rode bulls and broncs. Um, so. I, no one's ever really seen a picture of me from high school, but uh, I'm going to let you know. I graduated from high school at 167 pounds, and at 167 pounds, they they will not let you ride the livestock. The stock, uh, the uh, stock providers, about one. I think it's 130 is the the highest they want you. Um, and so uh, I got to run around the bovine and uh, pretend that, I, and I had a blast doing it. But well, you know, there is usually a weight limit to sheep riding. I've I've heard that. I've never tried it as an adult. But... <laughs> well, I told my nephew there's not a there's not a whole lot of difference between goat riding and goat goat something, and he agreed with me today. So uh, I'm like, you know. Spend time with a goat once, you labeled that forever, and that's <laughs> and now and now you're in Afghanistan. <laughs> Why are you talking about personal stories? My gosh, <laughs> you got one, Andrea? Hold on, we need some story no, music. Not Hold like on. That. No. 
Go ahead, Andrea. Lost moment. There, moment. there once was a girl from Minnesota. <laughs> She said, let's go find a bucket. When you get there, you can just pluck it. Just sit on it. And you got a guitar to pluck it. Have a fire. That's awesome. Dang it. Dang it. I felt on the spot for a second. Brian Romans, take get serious for a moment. Tell us about your mission, brother. Oh, man. I, well, I, I'll tell you about the mission, but let me tell you about the past month, man. We uh, we started out in Commerce City, Colorado, um, Locking Shield. You know, that's a bit my big saying is Locking Shield with like-minded organizations. So we went out there for an organization called Camel to College. And what they do is they help transitioning veterans find not only cut through the red tape of getting into college, but also job placement after school or while they're in school. So it's a pretty unique organization. While we were out there, we had the wall set up at the uh, uh, Buffalo Run Golf Course. And the very first night, Mark, we had 75 to 85 mile an hour straight winds coming out of the Rockies, and it blew the whole thing over. Had some damage to the towers, um, but thankfully the towers did its job, and it prevented any bad damage from the actual memorial itself. So we go from Commerce City to uh, North Dakota. And uh, Shannon and I decided to take a stop in South Dakota at a little town called uh, uh, Spearfish. And we ran into some very famous people who were filming a, um, a series. Uh, I can't really say who it was, but I can say that he's all over Food Network. Um, but we ran into his folks and they were, they were doing some pretty good things, invited Shannon and I to hang out with them and went down to Deadwood and um, just really awe-inspiring the work that they do through his foundation um, uh, across the country. They went up to the Air Force Base and fed the entire staff of the Air Force Base. Um, and then we went on to North Dakota. And from North Dakota, we came down to Marion here at the stadium. And then we just finished up a, uh, a smaller event in Edgewood, Illinois. Um, and the, the coolest part about what we get to do is we get to start the healing process for so many veterans and gold star families um, it's just totally phenomenal to be able to witness the awe-inspiring movement when they see their fellow veterans name on the wall or they see their son or daughter's name on the wall and they're able to take that impression they're able to take that picture and, and they have something tangible from that intangible loss if that makes any sense and it just helps helps walk them through the doors to begin that healing process and ease that closure um, and just knowing that as long as there's a breath in my lungs and a dollar in my pocket, the memorial will continue to travel the country. That eases their hearts and minds a lot to be able to ensure that their loved ones are never forgotten. And then you throw this Stop 22 tour on the back of it. We had them guys come out to North Dakota and down here in Marion, Illinois as well. They rocked the stadium down here, the Chris Turner Band, Jonathan Wells, Doc Malachias out of Tennessee. And just it's, it's it's awesome to see everything come together and continue pushing the mission and locking fields with like-minded organizations. As you say all the time, boots on the damn ground to be able to make that impact in a life. Huh. You're muted, Peterson. Look at him talk. <laughs> was, uh, hey, was, was Stephen Cochran out there with you guys? No, he's up in, uh, he's on vacation. He's up in, uh, in Michigan this month. He's, so I've he, known Stephen for ten years. I'm sorry to hear that. No. <laughs> we've never we've never met in person. 
Really? Yeah, so we'll and we live in Nashville, that. both of us. We'll have we, to change that. We we'll got to fix this stuff. It's 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 so <laughs> broken, and and I challenge all of our brothers and sisters who have organizations who are influencers get over yourselves and come together and let's break bread together because we're going to tear this stuff up together and that's the same i mean me and brian have been in the same network for three years and I, we haven't met each other yet and we do the same damn thing and uh we, we gotta we gotta do it and i know for sure i know for sure there's a reason why they call me pause like i got that a couple weeks ago uh, pause will be on Romans here soon. I guarantee it. Guarantee it. Don't tease me. Like it. It. And if you don't like it, I just pull you in tighter for longer. And so make sure you only least... put one hand on one shoulder at a time. Yeah. I get weird. Oh, it's that supposed to be the shoulder. Hand. It's supposed <laughs> to be the shoulder. Ah, my bad. I'm so sorry. I'm going to have to change my approach. Yeah. We're going to have to throw that prison <laughs> yeah, graphic up behind you again. <laughs> <laughs> You'll like the approach, no matter how it comes. That no, doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Um, Absolutely, Gabriel. Don't don't tell us what's next, but tell us what you what. Tell us about your mission in the world right now, man. Um, you know, I'm just you know I'm making films full time, doing a lot of music video stuff, a lot of. Uh, gun business type stuff um and then uh i'm with chair 55 it's a record label out of nashville um i jumped on board on on the ownership team and so we're we're starting to build that out uh we offer basically independent artist services so anybody who wants a label type representation but not giving up a bunch of their money or they're or having to sign their life away that's what we're doing so it you said Chair 55, right? Chair 55 Records, yes. Will, will someone write that down? I, I want to do some research on those guys, make sure that uh, they're legit and uh, doing what they're supposed to be doing. I I think I've heard of them before, but uh, <laughs> I, we'll, we'll figure it out. Yeah, we, uh, we're, we're doing pretty good, man. We're, we're um, you know, basically, if, if somebody comes to Nashville, what happens to them is they meet, the sharks because the sharks are always at the reef i mean they're hanging out waiting for the fish to jump over and uh these kids will come into town they meet these sharks and these sharks take them for a bunch of money and screw them over and they send them packing and these kids lose everything i mean their dreams their money everything they came for and so what we try to do is interfere uh, in that process and run kind of a um a, an intervention if you will so we meet these guys these you know, I say kids, but kids, adults, you know, whoever. Um, and we help them with their social media. We, you know, start getting them their views, things that they need. We start helping them. We have contacts. We can build records. I mean, we can do anything we want. If if it was, if you got to deal with the label, you would get the same service that we offer. And so anything as far as even tour management, scheduling, booking, um, if they've got the talent and we can put them out there, we, we can help them. And so it's just a, it's a way to try to, um, you know, do, do better, I guess, in Nashville. Nashville's got such a bad rap for screwing kids over and people over when they come to town. I have a, I have a small prediction. It's a little tiny prediction. I have a feeling that chair 55 might be part of the shock and not just saying like nothing, nothing official, but, uh, 
Um, we got Jason out there, you know, he's talking about don't fight the pause. I'm going to tell you, you know, our drill sergeants back in the day, when you had to shove into a small area, talked about being front to front. I'm cleaning this up a little bit. Front to front, butt to front, butt to butt. I choose, to I choose to be beard to beard. That's that's how I choose. So that's, that's what you're going to get. I'm going to let you know that. If you're worried about it, my beard will touch your beard. I'm just going to say that's it. Where's this I'm, beard at? I'm bringing the breath mints. <laughs> Put some beard conditioner in first. I don't. Mine might smell like Cheetos half the time. I don't know why. Um, Gabriel. Yeah. Do you want to roll off on one, or do you want to play uh, the video we got loaded up? Man, let's let's play that music video. So this, is, uh, let me set it up for you. It's a it's a music video. Um, a gentleman came to me. And I met him in the studio. He was recording this song called Give Me Back My Country. And uh, and he was like, man, he goes, I, I'm i not an artist. Uh, I'm not a I'm not a musician. I just, I've got a passion for this country. And I wrote this song. And I want to record it. And I want to make a music video. He goes, I have no aspirations of going out on tour. Uh, I'm He's a full-time real estate developer. That's what he does for a living. His name's Joe Godfrey. And um, he goes by J.P. Godfrey. And I said, well, man, let me listen to the song. And so I listened to it, and I came back with what you're about to see. Um, and, and we made a, a dang music video. I mean, a real music video. And this is J.P. J.P. Godfrey. J.P. Godfrey. Oh, yeah. And this, it's more than just this video, man. It's like a movement. We've got shirts and hats and coffee cups. It's Give Me Back My Country 2024. Get out and vote. That's what they're saying. I love it. J.P. Morgan would give me back my country. Stop, like the violence in our streets. 
and the censoring of what we used to call our freedom of speech. There's some issues that must be solved, like the injustice of one's race. Out of vision and reckless spending, it's all become a big disgrace. Give me back my country, give me back the way it used to be. Cause we are the people, and this is the land of the free. Give me back my country, it's all become a big facade. What happened to our democracy and one nation under God? Let's get back to the foundation that made this country great and live by the Constitution of the United States. Give me back my country. America, America, God shed his grace on thee And crown thy good with brotherhood From sea to shining sea Cause we're all part of one big family So give me back my country Give me back the way it used to be Cause we are the people And this is the land the free. Give me back my country and honor those who gave their life. Those fighting for our freedom and the flag we raise up high. The Declaration of Independence gave us certain rights. We are all created equal to liberty and life. Give me back my country. My country, give me back my country, give me back my country. There is no line, there has to be a message. Um, uh, I did a post today that, you know, talked about the perspective of how our media delivers their messages and stuff. And um, I, my platform, and I will say this till the end, to when I, whenever I die, however long that is, um, work to get the full story. Uh, back yourself up, find the message, find the whole thing. Um, just because someone tells you, doesn't mean it's it's 100 accurate. It's been proven. You can stand on four corners at an intersection. You can have an accident in the middle, and each one of the four corner witnesses will have a different perspective and story to what's going on. And so we may make light of it, we may make fun of it, but uh, the the truth of the matter is, uh, I think we need to work together more to make sure the real message and story gets out there. Um, truth of the matter, and I've been saying this a lot lately, um, we have too many effing flags. And I'm going to say that. And I know that offends some people, but I will even go to the point of saying even our blue line flag offends me to a point only because it's on our American flag with the blue line. And my thing is the red, white, and blue, old glory, old glory, 
stands taller than all other flags, period. And that that's just my position. And uh, I love my, our brothers in blue. I love the the blue line idea. I love the red line idea. Uh, we want to do a green line idea only because we are going to be the shock and awe. We are going to make a difference. But I think we need to bring the collective group in the middle, the bird part. And I say this many times, the left wing and the right wing are all part of the same bird. The mass of that bird is in the middle, and we need to take care of everybody. So great song. Uh, thanks for bringing that to us, Gabriel. I appreciate that and uh, love the the message and the the rightness of the message of that song. Uh, let's get there. Let's stop dealing and meddling in the embarrassing things. Let's be that uh, country that everyone had a reason to want to be here, and that's that's it. So please, anyone that's got any opinions and ideas and thoughts to that, go ahead and share them. Jeremy's always calling me out for common sense. (laughs) I will 100% agree with that, man. Um, We need to get back to the place that that we used to be. Get back to the place where we can have a conversation and and have a difference of opinion and and didn't cause anger and animosity between people. We could talk about differences and, and make ourselves stronger in the midst of it. You know what I mean? Isn't that called maturity? Adulthood. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Debate, not argue. Yeah. I, I, hmm. I did hear why I just a little while ago though. Um, it's hard to not argue when you know you're right. I mean, it's, you know, one of those, like if your argument is fact driven and the other person is just passion driven and can't really back it up, it's so hard to not keep pushing. Um, and I guess that's that's probably right. But in my experience, uh, those passion driven people aren't going to really listen to the rationalizations anyway. So you you might as well. Just let it be a disagreement. Perspective is based on education. What is the level of your education? That education is based on media. And when I say media, I'm not trying to attack and say it's about the thing thing that comes on at 10 o'clock or 6 o'clock or whatever. I'm talking about your moms and your dads. I'm talking about your educators. I'm talking about your friends. I'm talking about your clergy. I'm talking about the video games you play. I'm talking about the radio you listen to. I'm talking about the music. These are all media sources. And if you're not willing to, if you only drink one flavor of Kool-Aid your entire life, and that's your favorite, that's okay. That's your favorite. You tried one thing. That's your favorite. I get it. But you can't speak to anything else. You can only speak to one thing. And that's the flavor of that Kool-Aid. If you reach out and try cherry, strawberry, and everything else, you can say, you know what? Strawberry is not my favorite because of this. And there's nothing wrong with that. You got to experience. You got to educate. You got to expose yourself to things that maybe you don't like. There's some things I've done in life that I didn't like. Um, Learning what Army Cold was wasn't an enjoyable moment for me. I didn't I don't like army cold or military cold. On the same side, I don't like military hot either. Um 
And if you haven't experienced it, you can't speak to it. Um, and I, you know what? I haven't sat in the ocean for several hours like a, like uh, the the Seabees do, and uh, so I don't probably know exactly what cold is until I've experienced that. And so uh, there's no reason for me to make laws and rules about surfboards because I've never been on a surfboard. Um, if you if you're not part of it, and you're not there. Keep your you can have an opinion. It's okay to have an opinion, but you can't speak on an authority. I love that. Oh, Gabriel, I'm hearing it. Yeah. Um, no, I think so. Try to come out and come back again. That should fix the problem. Should fix the problem. Good fact. Kool-Aid was founded in Nebraska. What do you, did they, someone do some research for us, Jason. You're on it. You're in it. Um, did they come out with one flavor to start with or did they have several flavors? And what is the most popular flavor of Kool-Aid? It's got to be cherry. That's why he was red. Oh, that, that Kool-Aid man, not. he was cherry. A good argument, but I would, I, I would have guessed grape. Maybe, maybe red equals pomegranate. Gotcha, bra. Gotcha. You. you know what we heard? Man, those two cans up in the tree. We heard those before your guitar pick. Okay, okay. Those are the Tennessee mosquitoes he was talking about. Yeah, yeah. That they're up there. They're up there whistling Dixie because they just got a big old meal. <laughs> I love Jeremy Daniels' thoughts always. Uh, complacent thought versus inquisitive thought. Individual responsibilities. I I spent the week telling some young people in my life that I was allergic to responsibility, so I I couldn't do anything. <laughs> yep. <laughs> they wanted me to watch a dog. So uh, so what I was trying to say all that time after the video. I was trying to I was trying to communicate, use my words, and uh, that that whole thing comes from kind of what you hit on, which is it's just uh, our country is completely off track on all fronts, and everybody has to you know get some common sense and put it back to the way it's supposed to be, and that's by the Constitution of the United States. That's what governs who we are as a nation. And so that's the reason I took that project on, you know, it's like one, it was awesome. I mean, we had a hangar and a world war two aircraft and a Jeep, you know, a 1952 Jeep Willie came from the Marine Corps league. We had a Humvee, we had backup singers. We had the whole thing. I mean, it was a blast, but the message is right. The message is this country screwed up and we need to get it back on track. hundred percent. And the only way it's going to get back on track is if we work together as a more perfect union. There it is. Yep. One for the video that really pulled at me. um, And I'm glad you guys had it in the video because when I saw it on the news, the first time it really pissed me off was the kindergarten classroom sitting around and that, I mean, who in their right mind is going to have that as an assembly in a kindergarten or first grade classroom? I'm thankful that so we're going out back out to Loveland, Colorado with the wall over 9-11, our, our most requested date with the wall. 
And then immediately following it, we're going to an elementary school. They want the wall there so that each grade can come through and get educated on the actions that took place from 9-11 and why almost 10,000 names are emblazed on the honor side of that wall. That's an assembly. Not watching some dude in a sex swing. No, no. Sorry. I yield. No, no. And that's, to be honest... I think that's the only controversial piece of that video, which we we can't be afraid of that stuff. It's like it's not right. It's not the right place. It's not the right time. Um, if you want to do it, go do it. Uh, it's not meant for a field trip. I'll I'll take the go learn how to make a a, a cheeseburger at McDonald's field trip any day over <laughs> that stuff. And right. um, is anybody else picturing Peterson in a swing? Or is that just me? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, well, I wasn't, but thanks. <laughs> what he does for his ramen noodles is what he does for ramen noodles. <laughs> hey. It's, hey, it's a tough world out there. We'll have to probably make that happen now, unfortunately, but it is what it is. <laughs> yeah, man. Not, not at the Nashville takeover. It won't be well received. Um. <laughs> There's private moments, semi-private moments. It's a bunch of veterans. It might be well received. That's true. I never thought about that. Depends on depends on if the Navy's in the house. Just get the Navy there, and you're good. Oh, too much fun. Uh, Jason made it clear. Uh, the wine punch is the number one flavor. Um, who would have known the original flavors for Kool-Aid, grape, orange, cherry, root beer. I have never had root beer Kool-Aid. I guarantee you that. Uh, lemon lime, raspberry, strawberry. That's those are. Did someone say they had the root beer before? Mm-mm. No, I'd be about trying it. Maybe they should make an Oreo cookie flavor. What do you think? <laughs> I think if you knew what was really in Kool-Aid, you wouldn't drink it. Horse hoofs, right? Or is that gelatin? <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I don't. I don't. I don't mess with uh, with Kool Aid, man. That's a chemical cocktail. You're you're not to call you out, Gabriel. You're kind of special in the world of consumption. I mean, you are. You do clean, clean, clean stuff, and that's that's oh, yeah. nothing wrong with that. Yeah, we went full hippie about a year ago. That is living the life. Full hippie. Full hippie. Yeah, we went full hippie a year ago. Uh, just because of my daughter's medical stuff, we had to like switch everything. But man, when you start to learn about what's in your food and the products you use and the things you're putting on your body, I mean, it blows your mind. Mm-hmm. This stuff's even legal. Well, it's it's sad to know that there's a whole industry that uses animals to see if their stuff is safe for human a consumption and b application and that's just like if i've got to put it on an animal first probably not gonna use it i just ingredients look at the ingredients so somebody posted something with great value the other day uh i forget what product it was from walmart but great value had bioengineered processes as part of the food chemical oh my gosh that would be the bill gates family not to call him out Oh, yes, uh, oh. He's making shut down now. 
Yeah. <laughs> lab meets. Yeah. Lab. I, I just read about that the other day, too. Ick. Lab meet. Yeah. Yeah. Gates is buying up all of the farmland that he can buy on a daily basis in the country. Okay. Shutting, shutting down family farms and at the same time creating a lab created meat. Truth. Truth. And I just because, clip. because we're not shut down yet, I was pretty sure that's what McDonald's hamburgers have been made out of since the beginning of time. Burger King <laughs> did make the impossible burger. <laughs> and that's plastic, straight up plastic. Ugh. Um, I watched a clip the other day. There are a group of guys who are known in the in the meat industry. I watch a lot of smoking and cooking stuff. And these guys are making the world's largest Guinness Book of, Guinness Book of World Records beef wellington. Wow. Well, they had to bind these loins together, and they were using something called meat glue. But they had to use respirators and be in full PPE to apply the meat glue to the meat so they would the meat would bind together. If you need to wear PPE to apply it, I don't want to eat it. That's just <laughs> does that make sense? Sounds like a meal in boot camp. Right? <laughs> Chemically separated pork. Right. Here you go. Jason nailed it. Oh, man. <laughs> Oops, that, that'll cook off for sure, for sure. <laughs> so, oh man, I was trying to look at these comments as they pop up. It's kind of crazy to do this on an iPhone. Uh, it's, it's difficult. It's difficult. Super yeah. difficult. You'd think yeah. a guy that uh, trumps around in the old uh, technology world like you do, you'd be able to get your laptop going, buddy. Why don't you look up where Paris, Tennessee is? <laughs> it might be about where this Wyoming town is. I don't I'm, know. I'm lucky to have a signal. No, I you got a piece of aluminum foil up in the tree, do you? Yeah, no doubt. <laughs> I thought I was going to have to do the show by smoke signal. So, um, Brian, what are you working on right now, brother? Oh, man, you know me. We never stop. We never slow down. You know, Gabriel said something about Stephen Cochran, uh, and <clears throat> I'm glad to hear about Chair 55. So Stephen Cochran and I are coming together as a nonprofit with another project called Label 22. And what Label 22 is, is very similar to what Chair 55 is, is we are providing a platform to where we can help promote um, book and just showcase combat veteran artist, veteran artist, first responder artists in the national or music community. Simply because, you know, if you guys don't know who Stephen Cochran is, look him up, read about him. He pretty much did the same thing Garth and Toby did to big, to the big uh, stream labels down there in Nashville. He said, go screw yourselves. And he started doing his own thing. And through his own thing, he's helping promote other combat veteran artists, singer songwriters. And with Label 22, we don't want to own any masters. We don't want to own any rights to anything. All we want to do is help promote and propel their individual message with their individual careers um, yep. and just embody that in, like I said, lock shields with those in that same mindset and help get their careers going. I mean, we, dude, the money will come. I'm not here to make money. If, if you don't know who I am, I, I don't make money off of anything we do with the Romans Warrior Foundation, the Global War on Terror, Wall of Remembrance, the Field Ops, Stop 22, we don't make a dime off of that. Um, it's all nonprofit work. It's all giving back. 
and very similar with the label 22. The only thing we're asking for from the artists is, you know, a small percentage off the swag sales to help keep it moving. Um, it's nothing to get anybody rich because it's not what we're in it for. We're in it to help them establish their careers and get, get launched out there. Um, and it's not just going to be out of Nashville. It's, it's going to be, you know, hopefully coast to coast. Steven's up in Michigan, greasing some skids now with some big players. And um, we hope by the end of the end of this year, everything will be up and rolling with label 22. And if you don't know the number 22, think about it. Think about what it means to the veteran community. And that's why that's part of that name. Absolutely. Usually we do a collaboration section in at the end of our show. And I mean, I'm not going to devil into that right now. Uh, Are you saying the show's about to end and Gabriel no. and I should collaborate? Oh, no. Oh, no. Man, Did someone that. tell you we do a one hour show? Did someone tell you that? They lied. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're ready. We're, we're going to roll until it seems not appropriate to roll any longer. But, uh, Please, Brian, commit to having a conversation with us and making sure that Mr. Cochran is in that same conversation. It's uh, it's critical at this time. It's uh, critical. It's uh, I'm just going to say I think maybe we're all doing the same thing too much. And, uh, if we and, could, and, we, uh, and you're right. And we all need to get on the same page and, and link link arms together. And uh, it's like that Red Rover, Red Rover thing, right? Nobody's going to break through the barrier. We're all going to come in and assemble it and make sure that we have a strong foundation for others to build upon and help yep. them out. Mm-hmm. What are you working on right now, Gabriel? Um, well, right now, uh, I'm working on vacation. That's what I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> I've got to go back to the real world uh, tomorrow and go back to work. Um, looks like I'm going to probably be going to Miami to do some stuff for a TV show to do some filming. Um, I just like got done. Job. Yeah, it's rough, man. <laughs> hey, look, it's what you make it right. I, I, I literally, I came to Nashville, no interest in the entertainment business, ended up in music, wrote music for television, uh, had two songs published on a TV show back. Uh, I don't know. It's been six years now and then ended up on tour, played all over the place and then got into film business and started you know doing film full-time and that's as of last year i'm full-time in film this is all i do now so i'm uh i just produced i was one of the the producers there were five producers on site at monster jam um so i was one of the producers the monster jam for for the monster trucks in nashville this past couple weeks um just cool opportunities man people get i get phone calls every other day to go do different interesting things in the film world sweet um, and then of course I'm revamping my, uh, because now we're, we're doing this label thing. Um, my, my partners are, are saying, Hey man, you need to get back into music. You know, you're, you've been out of it too long and it's time to, time to do it again. And so, um, it, interesting, interesting times for sure. I turned 45 two days ago. So, um, you know, it's, uh, yeah, there's things, other things that are going on that, that I'm, I would love to talk about, but the NDAs aren't aren't uh, in place yet. Um, some pretty cool stuff, though. Outstanding. Nice. And Gabriel's got his fingers in so many amazing things, and it's I have a hard time keeping up with them. And uh, he's never slowing down. Uh, and I I know that we've got some plans of doing some stuff together here in the near future. And uh, 
he's it's exciting stuff it's exciting stuff it's uh it's mind-boggling at how amazing this is gonna how amazing it's gonna be to be honest with you i think it's all it's all kind of coming to a, a a point you know like we're all we all have that same waypoint we're all trying to get there and i think once we all get there at the same time same place it's going to be pretty cool for for the whole community you know we might even have to talk to that sluffer adam bird yeah i don't know what he does but he he says he does stuff with that heroes media group and stuff like that but we'll we'll get him figured out too you got a song for us gabriel uh yeah man i could do one uh, do you want an original or do you want a, a cover tune? We love originals, but uh, play your best song. My best song. Okay. Um, so this is a song, if anybody's familiar with the Gibson Miller Band from the 90s. Um, Dave Gibson and I were a duo for a short amount of time. He's kind of my mentor in Nashville. When I came to town, we met and we started writing together. Um, and uh, working on option three, what does that mean? Uh, that's a classic phrase from Jeremy Daniels. He'll he'll throw up the rest of it here in a second. It's uh, uh, basically it's uh, work with me or get out of the way kind of thing. <laughs> We're about gotcha. All right. Well, um, we'll get a little sound check here. I'm going to take the the mic out of my ear and set it down, and the and so hopefully you'll be able to hear this. Okay. I'll I'll do a little bit and then I'll come back on. If we're good, I'll I'll roll into it. But this song is called. Uh, um well what the heck is this song called i forgot already <laughs> it's a great song it's your favorite greatest uh, song it, well it's a good tune it's um ain't no looking back is what it's called and uh it's a very it's a song basically about uh you know a mom who uh, was in a an abusive situation and she took her kids and they hit the road and, and started a new life um and it's but it's an upbeat song, so it's not like a downer. You're, I mean, it's a it's a dancing song. It's a good tune. I'll, I'm gonna get a quick sound check here. We'll see if this works. Oh. All right. Just give me the nods if you can hear me. Okay. Can you guys hear me? Yeah. All right. Drinking heartbreaking man Dumped on the Bible with a bottle in his hand Raced light of hell on a Saturday night And try to find Jesus by the morning light You know mama she tried to save him But daddy he was too far gone She packed up that old wagon And turned that radio on, on Life's a dance as we hit the road A pedal to the metal as the good times roll Didn't know where we were going But we were going there fast Down that one-way highway Ain't no looking back I never saw a woman quite that strong she must have been a saint for staying that long. Well, she told my brother, my sister, and me, it'll be all right when we hit Tennessee. And I 
all night long. And as we crossed that Mississippi, we all started singing that song. And we sang life's dance as we hit the road. My pedal to the metal, let the good times roll. Didn't know where we were going, but we were going there fast. Down that old one-way highway, ain't no looking back. And as we pulled up to the gates of Graceland, we knew we were finally home. And I heard Elvis singing Rock of Ages. We all started singing along. And we sang lots of dance as we hit the road. The pedal to the metal, let the good times roll. But didn't know where we were going. But we were going there fast. Going there fast. Down that one-way highway, ain't no looking back. All right. Well, there you go. Um, that is yeah. not a song that has a de depressing theme or feeling or thought to it. That's for sure. No, no, it's a, I know it's a cool tune, man. I mean, um, I don't know. I liked it. We wrote that. Dave and I wrote that in about, I don't know, 20 minutes, like start to finish. So, what's the name of that song again? Uh, it's called Ain't No Looking Back. I haven't released it. I have an entire CD that I did six years ago that I never released because at that time the music was all bro country and pop. And now that the 90s kind of style is coming back, that song will actually work. Um, and if you guys may not know Mr. Gibson, but I guarantee you, you know Mr. Gibson. He has written songs in Nashville for absolutely every act that you can imagine. Um, oh, yeah. Joe Diffie. Um, yep. And I and I won't do any justice. I mean, I've done a little Dude. research on this guy only because I know he's a premier uh, artist for uh, Chair 55 now as well. I don't yeah, know why I know him. so much about Chair 55 all of a sudden. It's just one of those things. <laughs> so it is what it is. Well, Dave, Dave's credits uh, are um, Ships That Don't Come In by Joe Diffie, one of the best songs I think was ever written. Um, he wrote House on the Corner of Lonely and Gone for Montgomery Gentry with a guy named Greg Crow. Uh, he wrote um, Jukebox On My Mind by Alabama, their number one selling song of all time. Uh, he wrote The Queen of Memphis. He wrote uh, Daddy Never Was a Cadillac Kind. He wrote Tanya Tucker's first number one. I mean, this guy is no no slouch. He wrote If It Don't Come Easy by Tanya Tucker. I love every one of them songs you just mentioned. <laughs> oh, yeah. Dude, if you grew up in the 90s, you know Dave Gibson's music. And then, of course, the movie The Cowboy Way. You know, his band is the band that redid Mamas Don't Let Your Babies Grow Up to Be Cowboys in 4-4 four, four time. Um, which, 
to their credit, Waylon Jennings said he liked the 4-4 time version better than him and Willie's three-quarter time. And he's involved with Chair 55. Hmm. Yep. He ain't. He's another guy that's just not slowing down, man. He's Dave's in his 70s. He had his record deal when he was 42 years old. Um, won an ACM for Duo of the Year. I mean, he's a he's an absolute legend in the songwriter world. Have Have you guys ever heard of the WP3 Nashville Takeover? Uh, oh, what's that? I heard it was something that you put together last year with Chris Turner. A little, little something, a little tiny thing, a little tiny thing. Um, maybe, maybe, maybe some thoughts have come together. We'll, we'll find out. Um, maybe some announcements are coming up, maybe. Sarah 55. Hmm. <laughs> oh, that, that, that's that place, that, that organization we just heard about tonight, right? That new place that I, I got to do some research on. I don't know much about them. I wrote them down. We'll, we'll have, have, you, have you guys ever heard of a guy named J. Mark Bailey? He's, he's, he knows I, something. I don't know. I feel like I feel like you guys are getting out of hand. You're out of hand. <laughs> out of hand. We have not begun to defile ourselves, ma'am. <laughs> I just watched. I that feel like that's my play. Friend. You want the truth? You can't handle the truth. Truth. <laughs> I just I just watched tombstone with my son he, he's 14 now and i was like okay i think it's appropriate you know we're in that we're in that mode so he's uh he had to bear with me quoting the entire movie from front to back of course <laughs> it, <laughs> it might classically be one of the greatest movies ever ever made to be honest with you. oh dude it is by far lonesome dove tombstone um and and gettysburg are in my top 10 movies oh. Um, Mr. Duvall, uh, he's a guy that frequents the Cody country area and uh, may have had a conversation with that guy once or twice. Yeah, that uh, Lonesome Dove is a great, great film. I mean, it's a it long is. film, but it's so good. Great series. You guys ever hear that show called Yellowstone? It's pretty good, too. I've never watched that show, honestly. <laughs> oh, my God. Gosh, Gabriel. Here's the here's the thing I have against Yellowstone. It's the same thing I had against Sons of Anarchy. When you actually live that life, that show is annoying. Well, yeah. you may you not know? be wrong, so I probably shouldn't plug Taylor Sheridan's new series coming out uh, here in the next month. But uh, uh, all right. I also I also try to limit what I watch these days just because it's like garbage in, garbage out. So, you know. That perspective thing that maybe we were talking about. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, you know well, but what I what I see is is the same thing that happened with Sons of Anarchy. Is you get a bunch of bandwagon people, right? They all of a sudden they want to be bikers, and all of a sudden there's this mass movement right. to the, to the cowboy country. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. It's uh, the, when you had guys on bikes wearing SOA patches and stuff like that. That's where it gets a little, but that's not the show's problem. That's there's people that run around wearing uh, Simpson t-shirts everywhere too. That doesn't, I mean, yeah, but they're not trying to be cartoon characters. <clears throat> Some are, <laughs> <laughs> and, and it's tough to watch uh, Western type people wear wear the Y. I mean, I, I joke about it, but it's uh, 
it's it's not it's not real people i don't know if you know that or not. i just sold i just a lot of jackets over the past two years well hey i mean i'm not going to say that it hasn't helped gone country hat company at all you know that's sure. the hat company that we're affiliated with i mean that's its whole thing is is selling you know cowboy hats and of course that's taken off massively again you know stetson and resist all were darn near out of commission up until yellowstone started Brian Rowland, what's next, brother? <coughs> what's next? Dude, I'm gonna I'm gonna drink some of Gabriel's water. I'm gonna have a month vacation, man. <clears throat> we put it's like I said, so when we take this wall around, it's literally you see bags under these eyes. That's me driving a 45-foot Allegro bus pulling a 28-foot trailer across the country. Heck yeah. And uh it's funny because I'm longer than a semi-truck. Um, mm -hmm. No special license required, which pisses some people off. But we wheel this thing around just like it's a pickup truck pulling a car hauler. And uh, it, I love the windshield time. I really do. I love the escape. Uh, I actually prefer driving this over my pickup truck just because it's a recliner behind a steering wheel instead of a leather seat. But, dude, I'm ready for a break. Um, so we get, we get a month off, and then we hit the road again mid-August, and like I said, September 11th is our big deal out at Thunder Mountain Harley-Davidson with the CVMA Front Range Chapter, a friendly little shameless plug. Um, they're going to host us out there with some of our Stop 22 brothers and uh, try to get Tyler J, as long as his voice is up, up to snuff, try to get him back behind the microphone um, and then uh, go to that school and then we go back to Cottage Hills, Illinois for a, uh, a nice little show an event down there and then we go home again until uh until next february but here's the big thing here's the big thing that everybody i need everybody to get their hands wrapped around so as all of you know in the community a nonprofit usually takes sponsorships grants and donations to be able to make it work right so sure. our hosts our host locations they provide a donation to have the wall come out but this wall like i said it was beat down in colorado by the wind and the storm it's going to take roughly about seventy to one hundred thousand dollars, seventy thousand to one hundred thousand dollars to repair or replace the wall. It's weathered, it's tattered, it's tired. It's been on the road for over ten years. We've had it since two thousand seventeen. We need to upgrade it. We cannot do that without funding. So, we'll get with you, Mark. We'll get with you know the powers that be and see if we can't throw a fundraiser together and try to get some funds to be able to make a, a bigger, better version of our. 9-11 version of you know the memorial wall uh middle east conflicts wall as some people have called it but it takes funding it takes a village that's for sure it does no doubt. it does and uh yeah uh, it's something that is critical to help people understand that uh there is something bigger than them out there it's it's important that people understand that uh Every day you get to lay, I get to say it, I get to say it. Every day you get to lay your big fat heads on the pillows of freedom because of the men and women who have devoted their lives to serving you. Less than That's 10% right. of our country is boots on the ground, making sure that you get to pursue your happiness. That's, that's the truth. I'm sorry. If you, you're hearing this for the first time and you don't understand that. It's, it's the truth. I'm sorry. This is well, let, let me try to give a visual representation. And it's hard to do over uh, for a podcast without sharing a screen. And I don't know how to do all that fancy stuff. 
so we were we were down like i said we were down here at uh in marion at the uh, mountain dew stadium with the thrillbillies baseball team and we had a young man named willie martinez willie martinez works for the va here in southern illinois and if you go on our facebook posts you go on our facebook page you'll see this post out there as part of a story but he says I've waited 20 years to have this opportunity to visit the global war on terror wall and have a beer with you until Valhalla. What he did is he, he found his buddy's name on this wall and he sat there and he drank a beer and just talked to his buddy, talked to that spirit. And when he left, he left a Budweiser. That Budweiser is traveling with this wall and it will continue to travel with this wall. Yesterday in Edgewood, we found out that there was a local family whose son took his life. He served in the army. He was stationed in Virginia and he took his life while serving on the honor side of this memorial. There are two panels that are filled with written names of those who took their lives here at home. We encourage them to come out and add their son's name to this wall. So you'll also see a picture of mom and dad writing their son's name and adding the, his picture to the bottom of this wall. And again, that picture will continue traveling with this wall. Those are the impact statements. Those are what makes a difference. And I'm sorry, I cannot quantify to anyone what that means to that family or to that fellow service member. You literally have to come and see this wall and put your hands on it to be able to get the intake and ingest truly what it means um, to be able to have this thing in, in your presence, to be able to salute your, your, your freedoms, just as you said, Mark, because of, the, of what these men and women have done to allow us to do this. Um, like I said, go, go to the Romans Warrior Foundation Facebook page. You'll see the stories. You'll see the impact statements. And, and it's just every time we put the wall up, I get emotional because there's, there's a young man. And if you know Stephen Cochran, you've heard the story. Stephen wrote a song called When a Hero Falls. In May of 2004, Ronald Payne Jr. stood up to draw enemy fire so 40 of us could live. 40 of us men that served in Afghanistan, we have the lives we have today because of what Ron did that day. And unfortunately, Ron was the first combat casualty of Operation Enduring Freedom. So every time I have the opportunity to set this wall up, I have a conversation with Ron and 26 fellow Marines on that wall. So I encourage each and everybody, thank you for that, putting that, go to that Facebook page, go to that website, you'll see what we're talking about. And if you have the opportunity to come and see this wall when it's in a city near you, and I, when I say near you, four and a half to five hours, that's near you. Get off your ass, get in your car, come see this wall, come see this memorial, and be moved. What would be amazing is if we knew anyone that had like some video experience that could document those stories that you're talking about. I don't know if we, do we know anyone that works in that no. industry? No, I don't know. I, I think I heard about a guy. Huh. <laughs> I think I heard about a guy. We'll have to put our heads together and maybe come up if with If only you knew a guy who, you know, was a tour manager and did road trips as a regular, that would also help. No, did that, I mention that? What, I'm, tour managing the, I'm tour managing the Swan Brothers now. You mean the Swan Brothers, who is part of Chair 55? Uh, this, well, they're not part of Chair 55. <laughs> they are 
loosely affiliated with Chair 55 at sure, this point. Sure, sure. I don't know why I know that, though. I, it's, it's weird. Is that one of those NDAs that need to be dotted? No, that one's actually just a wide open. We just, you know, I'm the tour manager for them, and uh, we just have a good relationship with them. So. so this sounds like a great collaboration piece, but I mean, how awesome would it be if maybe some musicians traveled with that wall to draw people to the wall to have those conversations? What if we had someone that could cook some some grub to travel with the wall to draw people to the wall to? Oh my gosh! Ugh. Well, I can't say, but there is something in the works possibly for 2024. To have artists and the wall and the David Cobb Memorial race car and some retreats all happening at the same time frame as we travel throughout the country. It's got a really nice title to it. That, man, I just I can't really say what it is right now, but I'll tell you, it, it, it resembles enough. something similar to that that backdrop on J Train. Okay. All right. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. Interesting. I like that. I like where this is going. Yeah, yeah. So many intricate nuances going on. I don't know what they are. Whatever. <laughs> People keep trying to tell me to slow down, and I tell them to get out of my way. I'm speeding up. Yeah, there you That's go. Right. I like That's right. Option. That's option three, I believe. Yep. yep. Is, there's the option three. I wish I, – I want to tell you what the holdback is. The holdback is we've got no one that likes to work. I mean, don't get me wrong. There are people, I'm thinking they're on the screen right now, that do like to work and like to get the job done. I cannot tell you how many people we interview, process, get them into the, the process of working, and they're done in three months. And I will, I'm not going to call out anyone individually, but people don't want to do the work. They want to relish in the end result, but they do not want to do the work. And I'm telling you, brothers and sisters, all of you, if you're listening now or you hear it later, if that offends you, reach out to me because we'll we'll fix that offense. I, I've got a way. I promise you. We'll fix it. The other thing, too, along those same lines, my brother, is you've got those that are wanting the end credit for themselves. The me, 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 look at me, look what I can do. And that's not what we oh. do this for. We don't do this for any of that we do this we, to be able to we, help we, our we. brothers and sisters. We, we, we. Look at we. Look at that, we. I think that's what the t-shirt. We, we, we. Look at we. Show us your we. Show us your we. <laughs> I might have that t-shirt. I might that's have right. that t-shirt. Sorry, mine there's went no, somewhere else. There's no, there's no I in America. That's right. <laughs> I'm going to have to respell that one. America. Say, America. You had me agree America. with you. And I'm like, wait a minute. I know like, I went to yes, right. <laughs> what is uh, next for Gabriel Red? Red? What's that? What's next for Gabriel Red? What's What's next uh, on this show or after I get off this plane? <laughs> your future, besides for your rest of your vacation. Uh, I mean, I've got, uh, you know, I've got some music video stuff to do this month. I've got, uh, got some meetings in town, um, you know, in Nashville trying to get, get people on board. I may be going to the Philippines for a little bit to do some filming at the end of the year. Um, you know, some, uh, some, some wild stuff happens in the Philippines and, uh, you know, um, Jim Caviezel just made a great movie, uh, 
about what happens in South America, but uh, there's it happens all over the world. And the Philippines is probably the second largest trafficking site. And I'm hoping to go down there and, and get some documentary work done. Mm-hmm. That is, so, not many people know this. That is our the secondary mission of the People's Patriot Project, which we're not even close to touching yet because we've got to get everyone kind of assembled in, in one mission and then taking care of our veterans and first responders. But we have got... We've got the, the the whole platform. We got the people. We have the guys that can operate to bring this thing to an end. Um, I, you know, we'll never. I'm sorry. This is going to hurt someone's feelings. We'll never um, end the 22, so to speak. The, I mean, we'll end it by lessening the number. But it, I mean, we still have, unfortunately, men and women that uh, will make decisions that are you know out of our control but i i can we can end human trafficking i that's we can end that i if you see it if you witness it use your mouth get people involved and i think that we can get some boots on the ground for that mission that's my opinion but what's uh you got one more song for us yeah, man. Um, I can take you back to 1949 because I'm like I like country music, meaning that I like country music from the beginning. So I listen to the old stuff. You know, I listen to Hank Williams, Caretop Anderson. I mean, there's this is going way back. So um, this is one of my favorite songs, and it's called Lost Highway by Hank Williams. It was performed in 1949 on his record. So let me uh, let me set the mic down again. We still got audio. You good? All right. I'll just set this down right here. Point the doodad in the right direction. That's an important piece. All right. Let me know if you got sound. I'm a rolling stone all alone and lost. Oh, this life of sin, I have paid the cost. When I pass by, all the people say, just another guy on the lost highway. Just a deck of cards and a jug of wine. And a woman's lies makes a life like mine. The day we met, I went astray. Started rolling down that lost highway. I was just a lad, nearly 22 Neither good nor bad, just a kid like you Now I'm too lost, too late to pray I started rolling down that lost highway Now boys don't start your rambling round On this life of sin, all your sorrow bound Well take my advice, 
curse the day you started rolling down that lost highway. There you go. It's old Hank Williams right there. Love the classics. Yeah, man. So you got. I mean, you got to respect where you came from. You know, you learn that in the Marine Corps. You know, you learn the history of the Marine Corps, and it 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 carries you all the way through your you know your Marine Corps existence. And I think music is the same way. If you don't know where it came from, you don't know where it's going. Well said. It's that time of the show where it is uh, make we can make everyone an active part of the mission. Um, it is critical. Um, it's not, and this is not an attack by any sense, but it's not doing push-ups. It's, it's not doing a ruck march. It is putting the key in everyone's hand because I can tell you 90% of the people that reach out to us, uh, for help, um, just want to be part of a conversation. They they want to know someone's there for them, um. There is the ten percent. We got to do a little bit more follow up and follow through on. But everyone's got one of these in their in their possession, and we we call it the battle check or the buddy check. And um, we ask you to do it by a six pack because it takes roughly six seconds to send a text to someone in your network that says, "Hey, I'm thinking about you." That's all it takes. I promise you. You reach out to six people in, this week, next week. Uh, you know, you do that for 52 weeks in a row. Uh, that is uh, 12, 6, 3, 300, 312 people. Um, if the five of us did that, 1,500 people. Um, if we, I've seen uh, the number as high as 16 watching the show tonight, we're, we're talking thousands and thousands of people. Reach out to your brothers and sisters, and they don't even have to be military or first responder, to be honest with you. Reach out to six people in your contact list and say, hey, I'm just thinking about you. I'm, I'm going to challenge you also at the same time. If you've had that falling out with someone, be the bold person. Be the person that receives things with a little bit of grace and reach out to that person that you think might be the toughest and hardest person to reach out to. It might be amazing at what you can get done through that conversation. Um, you thought they were the strongest person in your unit or your section? Reach out to them. They're the ones that carried the weight for hundreds of men's, men and women. Uh, and those are also the ones that need to have a little bit of the support and a little bit of lift up. Again, reach out to your brothers and sisters, six seconds. Um, one of the toughest conversations I end up having with people is if I'd only reached out one more time, here's your chance. Here's your chance. Um, how many times have you heard the story of, you know, I wish I had said, I'd love you one more time. Here's your chance, man. That's, that's our challenge to you. Reach out to six people today and say, I was just thinking of you. Um, there's a big part of uh, we were memorializing this. Uh, I may not be able to get through this. We are memorializing this show 
for a man that was an amazing influence to me in my life. And I don't have any regrets. I reached out to him uh, many times and his time came. And it's not something that uh, is out of anyone's control. It was uh, a piece where health uh, and the cancers and all the pieces came and uh, decided to claim him. Uh, but the truth is, uh, uh, Mr. Glenn Joe Hunter, thank you for your mentorship. Jonathan, what do you got in closing? Oh, your mic's off, buddy. Gabe said something towards the end right there, and he was talking about music, but I think it applies um, pretty much to life in general. You know, if you don't know where you came from, you don't know where you're going. Um, and so just, just spend a little bit of time. You know, I, I personally love history. I don't do as much of it as I, as I should, but um, I love history. Figure out where the, the plan is what the plan was from the beginning and you'll realize that we need to get back on track. But, uh, with that said, I just, I just want everybody to like Mark said, you know, do your battle checks, man. It's, it's, uh, it's as much for you as it is for anybody else. Gabriel, you got anything in closing brother? Man, I just, uh, I would encourage everybody to check out what Brian's got going on. You know, get involved in that. I mean, it's a great mission. It's a great thing that they're doing, and uh, and of course, you know, support um, the People's Patriot Project and share these share these live streams. You know, if you can't stay on for the hour and thirty minutes or whatever egregious time we spend on here, you know, <laughs> share it because somebody else might be sitting on the toilet for an hour and a half and they just love to watch it. You know, I mean, let's. That's the big thing. Every time Adam comes on, I share it. Whether or not I can watch it, I share it. So, you know, it just takes one person to share it, and that turns into two people that share it. And it just, you know, it goes and goes and goes. So check out, you know, what what these great organizations are doing and, and share the message. If you can't be a part of it, share it at least. Mr. Romans, anything in closing, brother? Find you a home, find you a home base. What that means is find you a foundation where you can lock shields with other like-minded patriotic Americans who serve the greater good for the right reasons. Not for any self-recognition, not for a pat on the back, but just to lift somebody up, give them a hand up and not a hand out. Give them the opportunity to help them move forward on their own, not drag them alongside with you. They've got to be able to take that first step and they might just need somebody to help lean on to be able to get them down that road. So be that person. Uh, just like Mark said, call call your battles up. Do I love the six pack concept? I might steal that from you. I'm not gonna lie, but steal I love it, that. Bro. Steal um, it. That's that's what we do. That's what it's about. We have to lock shields together to be able to make the the full impact within our communities because nobody else is gonna do it for us. We've got to do it on our own. Appreciate everything Brian, everybody brought to the table. Brian's locking shields, and I want to lock beards. So let, let's get this thing done. Oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> and Andrea looks like she can do a braid, so maybe she can braid the beards together. <laughs> I'm gonna go buy a new shield. I'm good. I'm gonna get a shield. <laughs> Andrea, 
what do you got? Hey, guys, stay around uh, for a little bit after this. Uh, We'll do our post-show stuff and just have a little bit of collaboration. But I want to make sure that you have that invite and know that we're going to do it. Uh, Andrea, what do you got? I've got uh, September, no, 1st, August 26th. Um, Operation Zero event at Veterans Lake in Ramsey. That's a Minnesota deal right up by Peterson. And and we'll be up there with our, what did I say? Our stickers and our keychains, I think. And our Show Us Your Wii t-shirts. So, Get Your Wii. Okay, you it's funny, but it says again? Show Us Your Wii. And then when you turn around, it has The People, The People's Patriot Project. So it's We The People. Anyway, but Show Us Your Wii. Will you remind um, me? To put that graphic up, I keep forgetting to do that. <laughs> yes, yes, I will. Um, okay, so and then the night, I don't know if Jason is still out there, but September 9th, 2023, in this little town called Ashland, Nebraska, outside of Lincoln. Um, the, the address and everything is there. If you need it, let us know. Um, go check them out. It's Hero Stock. 2023 food, music, and camaraderie. Wow, that camaraderie. Wow, wow. I can say it if I don't look. Um, I Peterson and I think are going to be down there, and I know it's a ways for Jonathan. It'd be cool if we can get him there. Um, I don't know. We'll bring a lot of people with us, I think, because it's going to be a fun. Uh, sounds like a camping night down there in Nebraska. Hmm. Who's been in Nebraska? Um, oh yeah. <laughs> yes. Nebraska. It's pretty flat. Um, and then in October, of course, the uh, Nashville Takeover, the WP3 Nashville Takeover. We'll have more more information on that coming up. And then next week, you guys, we have Rodney Douglas Norman joining us. Peterson, that's a comedian, right? Yes. He's a veteran. That sounds like a comedian. But just the name. I, it was or hard a law firm. Right? Rod Coast <laughs> by Jen Ford. Okay, great, great. And then we have, thank you, Jen. Um, and then we have Blake Luquette coming from the great state of Louisiana for some music brought to us by Jonathan J. Train Crochet. Um, and so I think that's going to be a fun show next week. Again, it has been an absolute lesson. Go ahead. No, well, I had a question for Gabriel because I was just thinking about this earlier naturalist that he is. Are you doing some natural, natural things on vacation there? Oh, yeah. Always. Yeah. I yeah. don't know where you're going with this, Eichmann. I know, I right? Mean, I've got two kids, so nature There's is kids not... around, for Pete's sakes. I was going to say, he yes. got, got photobombed a second ago. <laughs> I, yeah. saw, I saw that head pop so, in. Gabriel. Yeah. What? You're out camping with your kids. What do you do for s'mores? We, we don't. Okay. No s'mores. No, because uh, if you knew it was in a marshmallow, you wouldn't need it. <laughs> marshmallows too, oh. man. Oh, it is. It's everything. Look, man. There's you. You can make you can make everything that's out there if you make it the right way, and it's not sure. bad for you, right? But the stuff that they put in those packages that lasts for thirty to forty years at a time, not like so MREs. Oh, but definitely like MREs. Yeah, MREs are. I mean, but look, if you're, you know, if you're sitting on top of a mountain in Afghanistan, then you're hungry. You're going to eat that. So, how, how do you feel about a Twinkie? No. <laughs> no, those those are also not good for you. You can't eat those either. I probably ruin that every year. Look, for let, me, let me give you. 
let me give you some healthy options here. If you like something sweet, okay, these are coconut rolls. They're made from coconut. They're, they use coconut sugar. They're sweet. They're good for you. Uh, if you like Pringles, but you don't want all of the cancer, these right here can be found at the Walmart. These are called Good Crisps, Good Chips. They taste better than a Pringle, and and there's no there's no worrying about your health after Okay, can you, Gabriel, will you reach out to those guys and get the endorsement checks for that, please? Right. Yeah, no problem. <laughs> uh, the other one that we're working on is uh, the Lara bar, which is like a protein oh. bar. Those are good. We yeah, got a Lara see, bar. Those are, those are healthy enough for you. Gabriel, I think they have estrogen in them, the Lara bars. That's not true. <laughs> That's not true. Trust me, I would notice. I think one of my kids told me that because they didn't like it. I... I'd be consulting. I'd be consulting the VA for testosterone. <laughs> it has been an absolute blessing to have both you and the, and our team together here on tonight's show. We appreciate all of you so very much. Uh, thank you to all those who came on and commented and were part of the show tonight. Uh, this doesn't get to happen without you guys. Uh, it's it's fun. It's exhilarating, it's positive, it's making a difference, and we appreciate everyone that's been part of this show. Thank you for everyone, and uh, we will see you. Remember, on Mondays, we got you at our WP3 Weekly Debrief, where it's just strictly what's happening with the People's Patriot Project. Then next Sunday, uh, we got your 6 at 6, which is a boost on the ground organization like Mr. Roman's and a musician, and uh, Gabriel covers both boots on the ground and as a musician. And we're going to get to build this network and be part of a bigger thing that's going to help many more people. Thank you, everyone who showed up tonight. We appreciate you. We'll check you when the smoke clears. And thank you for all the things you've done to be part of this amazing mission. Patriot Pride.